Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Break down. Go ahead. Give it to me. 506 live on location today for the BA Breakdown. I like this version better of the BA Breakdown. Michael Spurgeon joins me face-to-face in Broken Arrow. How are you? Skyler, how you doing, my friend? Great to be with you this evening. It's very cool we get to do it this way instead of, you know, hoping technology works. And in a way, we still are because we're in the middle of the field here at Central Park in BA. But it turned out really nice today. I expected to be completely miserable in the heat, but it's actually pretty good. Actually, it is hot. However, we do have a real nice breeze, so I think it's going to be a great evening for uh, music in the park this evening. I just saw right behind you over there at the stage, they just put up that banner that said Tuesdays in the Park. And we are out here tonight. Grady Nichols, everybody knows Grady Nichols, fantastic saxophone player going to be the the main event this evening tell us a little bit about the idea of putting tuesdays in the park on and just getting the community out to see each other well this started many years ago as tuesdays uh, the mute for the music and one thing the city council always moves this is how important it is i should say the city council always moves its meetings uh, from tuesdays to mondays during the month of june to be able to accommodate uh, the the city council members and other city officials that would like to come out and listen to and it is an amazing event and we have it during the month of june and this is an opportunity for folks to bring their lawn chairs their bag chairs and just come out and listen to some great music there's different genres that go on uh, each tuesday of the month you've got the uh, civitans that have the cook uh, hamburgers i believe and so it's just something there'll be several hundred people out here sometimes when it's really hot they're kind of covered up under the the trees because of the heat but overall usually there's great crowds yeah we're a little bit ahead of the schedule right here it's nice and open and quiet i see some people setting up but uh we're going to see this kick off a little bit later what around six seven when do they start yeah usually this or usually around seven o'clock and grady nichols what a great entertainer i mean i've had the opportunity to um open up for him a couple of times and announced that he was going to be playing he actually played at our our christmas traditions event on november 18th it was a very special day to me but grady was actually playing on that day out there and so anytime we can get him into broken air it's it's an amazing opportunity i'm looking back to last thursday we came out here i was just a few hundred yards that way broadcasting from rooster days um, you guys must have a fantastic logistical team at the city of Broken Arrow to put on, uh, you know, to help out the chamber with Rooster Days, to host the dedication ceremony, which we'll talk about across at Veterans Park on Saturday. Now to this, you were at Preserve Park, the new park, earlier today. How do you guys keep up with all those different things? Well, it's actually a team effort. I don't say that just to be tried. I mean, first and foremost, the city does have a division within the community development department that if that focuses on special events and that group of folks actually work with whatever entity that wants to bring an event to Broken Arrow. In this case for Rooster Days it was um, our great chamber of commerce and so it, the logistical uh, issues are really, they're always a challenge because there's always so many you want to create a great event and so it's the small things that matter. You know, But between the parks department, the street department, the utility department, working in coordination with the special events and our community development and then reaching out to the chamber. I mean Jennifer Conway is amazing to work with. She has a great team and they're very good at the details and you can see the amazing event we had last week with the with the attendance even though it was hot it was just went off very very well i'll try to go in order here so let's go back to saturday it was good to finally put 
faces to the voices. I know you and I talk every week, but we had never been face-to-face until Saturday uh, for the dedication of the Mission 22 War at Home Memorial, which I will say was a very moving and powerful ceremony. And uh, everybody who spoke was touching, including yourself. Um, I'll just say congratulations. That went really well. And tell me your thoughts after. Well, I'm going to start off by recognizing somebody that played a major, you talk about logistics behind the scene role, and that was Michaela Barton. Michaela Barton was, she was money in terms of, that's a basketball term, uh, way basically she was making uh, three-pointers, free throws, whatever we needed using that term, all the time working with the Mission 22 folks. And no matter what the detail was, she was on top of it. And so I just want to send a shout-out to her. She's uh, Mark Community Relations Liaison. She does a great job. Saturday, it was amazing. I, I estimated probably, I would say, Three to four hundred, if not more, uh, citizens aware. A lot of the, it goes hot. A lot of them were basically underneath the the the, uh, the shade to the north of where we're actually holding the event. But when you look at the partnership that started several years ago between the city, Mission Twenty Two, and the Muskogee Creek Nation, and to have uh, Chief Hill there along with Second Chief uh, Dale Beaver, along with the Numbers Administration, I think we had at least six, if not seven, members of the National Council. So we were very, very well rep- represented from all the partnerships, and then the actual effort that we put in to to come out with the with the uh, the memorial and you can walk through it you can actually feel the presence of those uh, soldiers that gave the ultimate sacrifice for our communities and i think we had either either six to nine representatives of the of the 20 uh, that are in silhouettes there that were actually in attendance to basically help us with that dedication yeah i had a chance to uh, speak with hal stats one of the fathers um, who came from DeLand, Florida, down by Orlando, came all the way up for this, and it was just uh, amazing to speak with him and his family. He has, you know, all of his kids are in the military, so it's very uh, touching to speak with him. And if uh, folks listening haven't had a chance to hear that recap we put together, it's on our podcast on krmg.com. Michael Spurgeon is with us, the city manager in Broken Arrow. It's the BA Breakdown. We do this every Tuesday, but we're going to kind of flip the format a little bit this week. Since we're here in person, uh, we'll be able to check in with you uh, several times throughout the hour, and then a little bit later with Mayor Deborah Wimpy. We're going to do an extended BA breakdown since we're out at Central Park for Tuesdays in the Park on the KRMG Evening News today. Uh, let's uh, now move to Preserve Park across town where you guys were earlier today dedicating that new um, location. And it looks like it's a really cool place, kind of near a neighborhood. There's a splash pad, which would be excellent for summertime. Well, first and foremost, I want to mention that that park is a result of a public-private partnership that we put together many years ago with the developer in the area, Shaw Homes. They dedicated the land to the city, and as a part of our partnership, we actually agreed to put a bond proposition, actually a project within a bond proposition in 2014, which the voters approved to actually come up with the funding, and that's going to be an amazing neighborhood park. As I was putting everything together for the few comments I was going to make today, I asked our parks director just to confirm that uh, we now have 40 active parks within our community in addition to four active recreation areas. So anytime you actually can put that number of parks spread out through your community, it does one thing. It just improves the everyone's ability to get outside and just work on their quality of life. As a city manager, I know you've uh, you worked in other cities before BA, right? Yes. So you've a lot of experience in your field. It seems to us that we were just kind of talking about this off the air in the newsroom yesterday that those public-private partnerships are really special. They seem to get a lot of things done that probably wouldn't otherwise happen. 
Well, absolutely. I mean, there's many different types. I mean, the traditional is your economic development partnerships where you have a developer that would like to uh, bring a project to the municipality and they, the city offers some types of incentive, whether it could be the building of a road or extended utilities. And there's other types of incentives, too, to where you can also have public-private partnerships like the city has with our arts and innovation uh, center that just uh, recently opened up and will have a, a ribbon cutting later this summer. Uh, that's a public-private partnership where the city actually built the building and the private organization, Arts OK, which sponsors Tuesdays in the Park, actually is going to operate that building for the city. So that's another example. And I believe if you look at any great community across this country, you'll see that they have multiple levels of public-private partnerships that help advance the quality of life within that re- that respective community. Michael Spurgeon, the city manager in Broken Arrow. We're uh, hanging out a little bit longer today for the extended edition of the BA Breakdown, the KRMG Evening News. I'm Skyler Cooper, joined by Michael Spurgeon, the city manager in Broken Arrow. Yeah, we do this conversation every Tuesday early in the show, but we decided to extend it today since we're out here at Central Park for Tuesdays in the park, and it turned out really nice. I was kind of stressing earlier about being miserably hot, but in the shade with a little breeze, it's not bad. Feeling good. No, it's actually very, very nice here. Of course, I'm not really focusing on the weather. I'm focusing on trying to make sure I answer your questions. <laughs> now nah, you're all right. We're fine. Hey, before we move on, I want to say congrats to Jeffrey from Glenpool. He won the Post Malone ticket, so if you want to go, maybe call Jeffrey and... Way to go, Jeff. (laughs) We'll have more tomorrow, the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter. They are win them before you can buy them, and I'll have them all week as well here on the KRMG Evening News. want to update something with you, Michael. We talked about, I think it was a couple months ago already, very cool for downtown Broken Arrow. That's the bike share program, so if people want to come to the south end of town or south end of the Rose District and go all the way up back and forth, hit the restaurants, get some ice cream at STG, whatever it may be, they can take bikes. One of the things the mayor and council and I talked about a couple of years ago was taking that next step for our committee to look at different initiatives that uh, we had never looked before. And we started that uh, recently but looking at a rideshare program for those visitors that come to our hotels for conferences and our own events. And we're about ready to kick that off. Another initiative that we looked at was exactly would be the, uh, the bike share program. And th- there's an organization called This Machine. And the organization began installing uh, bike stations this past weekend. And there's going to be 10 stations around the Rose District, which is about two square miles. And you can rent one of 40 bikes. And there could be a phase two in 2023 that will add another two square miles or 40 more bikes. And the goal is eventually is to get used to folks used to maybe actually using the bike around the, the Rose District. And if that is successful, we might move the program out to New Orleans Square. Do you think this area where we're standing, do you think Rose District will grow this way? Or more north? Do you have an indication on that? I think both. I, mean, I think it's going to be intentional. I mean, the um, the folks that were involved with the city back in 2004 had a vision. And fortunately, everyone bought into that vision within uh, the municipal government and a lot of the private sector. I mean, we spent about $40 million with all the improvements, and we've seen over $80 million worth of investment. There's a lot of potential in both directions, and I think we have to do it very strategically in that we need to finish one area, and then we need to sit down, have a lot of conversations with the council, the chamber, our economic development corporation, the business owners, because I think the potential that's south of 81st or Houston, as we call it, you know, the, the two or three names here in right. in. Brooklyn Arrow, affectionately, it's Houston to us. Um, we're actually going to sit down probably within the next year to two years and actually look at uh, what that envision, what that could be, because I think there's tremendous potential for development and redevelopment. I know you don't like to, you're very humble, you don't like to brag too much about um, any superiority or anything like that with the city, but I'll just say it for you. It must be nice that other cities around Tulsa are looking to you guys and your downtown for their model. I mean, that's what's happening. Well, 
as a city manager, this is my 34th and a half year of doing this job. I've been blessed, and I damn blessed to be the Brooklyn City Manager. You know, I always said when I worked in a smaller community, there were several communities that I coveted that they had the best practices or they were considered benchmark cities. And we were having a conversation about this in leadership team meeting today is is that I felt like if I got an opportunity to be in a larger city is that I was going to give it back to those communities by whatever – I could do in terms of knowledge, expertise, uh, department directors, and our Rose District is open to anyone. Our voters are should be the ones that uh, basically should get all the credit because without their support of bond packages and the support of the repurposing of other initiatives that we've done, we wouldn't have the money to be able to do it. And so Broken Air voters get all the credit, and all those that had the vision to basically to move forward are the ones that get deserve the credit. My number one, uh, I would say, accomplishment on our leadership team is to make sure we build a great product. And if you look at the, uh, the interactive water feature, the Rose District Plaza, all the improvements we've made, that's what I'm most proud of is because we want something that the, the public can say, look, we gave the city the money to make these improvements, and this is what we did with them, and they can be proud of that. Michael Spurgeon, the city manager here in the beautiful city of Broken Arrow. We are live at Tuesdays in the park at Central Park, and this wraps up our extended edition of the BA Breakdown. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Talk to you next week. All right, let's do it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.